This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Urs Rohner is chairman of the Credit Suisse Group who spoke about transformational leadership during turbulent times. He shared his experience of various roles using scenarios to make points and support conclusions from selected moments in his professional career. In his opinion, the ultimate test for a successful leader is not only the capability to collect and maintain support for a strategy, but more the ability to translate objectives into feasible and successful economic reality. Urs Rohner listed six key qualities essential in his view for any good leader. The first, the importance of communication and the need to communicate twice as much as really necessary. Yes, well, that was just basically my experience in, in, in the past. Uh, even with messages, I thought we had conveyed many times. You realize that it takes a long time until it really goes through an entire organization and people understand what you're saying. So. Don't be shy to do it over again. And usually, I think twice as much as you think you have to do is, is a good uh, starting point, I would say. There is a danger that in delivering that message, communicating yourself, that you, you will sound boring to yourself. So you have to enliven it, don't you? That's a real problem, I agree, uh, because it can become uh, monotone. And uh, that's what not what you should be doing. But there are always different ways as to how you can communicate the same message. And you have to do that. Is the issue... In communication like that, is the issue that people actually only hear what they want to hear. They don't actually listen to the whole message. That's part of the problem, I would say. That's The other aspect of it is probably sometimes topics are more complex for people who are not directly involved than for those who actually handle it and do it every day. And even within your own organization, not everybody would know everything about a certain topic and that's why, why you have to do it. And if it comes to wider topics like strategy, it's usually fairly complex anyway, and there it needs even more time to, to actually to, 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 to sink in. One thing you did stress next was the, was the importance of listening to opinions. Yeah, well, the, I think as a good leader, you, you want to listen to what people have to say and not just listen, but actually make sure that you care about what opinions other people have. Um, you may still disagree, you may have an argument over it, and you may in the end decide against such an opinion. But I think what is crucially important is that you also give the other people the impression that you take seriously what they think and what their opinions are, because otherwise you will lose them. It's not just a question of taking that opinion and saying, yes, I'll react to that and do that, or taking that opinion, listening and reacting in that way. Yeah, it's, it could be could be both both things. I mean, it could be that somebody comes up with with an opinion, an idea, and they say, "Well, actually, it's convincing. It's much more convincing than what I thought I had in mind." But it could also be that it just simulates a discussion, and you may come to a different conclusion in the end. But that person who voiced the opinion may still feel he he was he or she was properly heard, and that I think is crucially important in a leadership team, but also with people that uh, report into you. Demonstrating that not necessarily the leadership is always right or the leader is always right. Well, if you start on that premise, you're a really lousy leader, I think. <laughs> the next key point that you made towards the end, you stress that if change is necessary, somebody is failing to deliver, somebody is not reacting in quite the right way, don't hesitate to make that change. In other words, move them out. Yeah, move them out or take whatever decision you have to take. But uh, I think what, what I've found is the most difficult thing, particularly with regard to human relations aspects, of course, is to take those tough decisions on people, uh, even when, when you are convinced you have to do it. And I've, I've seen it more than not that people waited too long, including myself, I would say. 
uh, in the past. And those are terrible managerial mistakes that you know normally cost you much more than if you were to, to take a decision once you are sure that uh, it is the right decision to take. If you wait too long, damage is caused, isn't it? Caused both to you as a leader, your reputation as a leader, because other people around can see where the issue lies. Exactly. That's that's. I mean, that's that's what one element is. I'm actually you keep somebody in a job for too long, even though you, you you that person should not be in that role. And secondly, all the others will see that, in fact, you don't act, even though it's 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 clear and, and visible to everybody that you should act, and that will have a negative impact on your reputation in the firm. And that that's uh, actually something which one should not underestimate as a leader. Point number four was reacting to bona fide criticism. Don't tolerate disloyalty. Yeah, what I wanted to say was, you know, be open to criticism. Even if you get criticism of, of your person, if it's a bona fide criticism, deal with it. You may disagree, uh, but you deal with it. But never tolerate uh, disloyalty. So if somebody goes behind your back or behind the back of somebody else who is reporting to, that, that's something which you can't, you can't have in a, in a well-run firm, I would say. Leadership is about solving problems. Well, ultimately, that's probably your day job as a leader. It's it's uh, maybe only one facet of the whole thing because leadership is also about designing the right strategy. But then it's, I would say, on the execution side, it's it's merely about solving problems, and you will get problems at every level, in every field, and in every every juncture. I would say. Your last point was inherently you must, as a leader, like people. Sometimes very difficult. Not generally as a concept, I would think. I don't think you should run an organization which which has a lot of, of, of people if you do not inherently like people. And I've seen many technically skilled managers who were cynical about people, who were basically didn't like people. They are not good leaders. They will not get the best out of people. They will not develop the company in the right fashion. And if I see somebody like that, this is not the person that I would elevate to a really top uh, or very high up job. Can I suggest that the, the most difficult thing, and broadening the topic slightly, the most difficult thing in facing you as a leader of an organisation like Credit Suisse is creating, recreating the trust in banks. That's one of the one of the big problems, and you know it's some it's it's, it's actually an avenue with a lot of pit, pitfalls in the runway, uh, as I would say, because every, at every instance where something uh, comes back or hits you again. From a reputational side, you've, you've, you just do not go back one step, you go back three or four steps. And that's something which the industry has to go out of it, have to deal with the past, resolve those issues, which very often it's not that the banks don't want to do it, but sometimes it's not in their hands only, uh, and then move on. But I think over time, what really creates, I would say, a, a, um, a better also image of, of, this, of the whole industry is if you deliver solid, robust results, don't overdo it. Be modest and humble. Uh, make your points where you think you have to make your points. And then I think over time people will, will see that this is a very important industry for the economy at large. Do you think that your colleagues, your peer group, have actually taken note of what has happened? It's going to come round again. Yes. Well, what I think, what I would hope, is that maybe have a much more robust system than, 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 than the one we had back in 2008. And I think there is a lot of evidence to that effect. I mean, banks are much better capitalized. It's more robust. Uh, generally, uh, the risk management systems have, have improved. And even, I would say, resolution mechanism for an extreme case have improved significantly. So, you know, banks have become safer than they were 
in 2007, 2008. But it's also clear that you know banking crises are not something which happen only once every 200 years. It's just what I would hope and what I'm convinced we actually see is that you're better contained now and that you could expect that the, I would say, the volatility or the amplitude of the crisis will be significantly reduced. And that is something which I think was the key of rebuilding the whole system and system stability. It needed a, a universal approach, but has that approach been global enough in your view? A final point. Oh, I think from an intellectual point of view, yes. From a practical point of view, an execution point of view, not yet. I mean, we all know, particularly for the so-called SIFI banks, uh, uh, the systemically relevant banks, most major jurisdictions now have programs in place as to how you do that. You know, it's a combination of capital, organizational structures, and resolution mechanisms. FDIC has its own set of rules. The UK has its own set of rules. Switzerland has its own set of rules. What is important is that for cross-border banks, globally active banks, you have a harmonization at the top level so that in case of a crisis of a systemically relevant bank, other jurisdictions will accept that you know one country will deal with it and will accept the decisions that they are taking in the way prescribed in resolution plans, in, in, in supervisory colleges and the like. And that will require some additional work. That's the missing piece that has not been fully implemented. Uh, and that's something which I think we, we have to do because it's the ultimate litmus test for system stability. Urs Rona, thank you very much. This programme was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.